When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Yes, I'm Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, my mic was a little loud. I had to turn mine down. Yours all right? Yeah, my headphones were loud. I'm fine. I mean, I'm hungover, so everything sounds crazy <laughs> to me anyway. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, well, how you hungover, bro? You know, I, I, I went out with a buddy last night, and, you know, we had a couple of drinks. I'm not saying I counted how many we had, <laughs> um, okay. but I had enough to where, you know, I stopped off, had a fucking kebab talrik on the way Oh, that's when you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know when you stop for a, ke- a plate of kebab and, and shove. Yeah, was it on fries? <clears throat> oh hell yeah! Always. <laughs> what the fuck? You, what a dumb question. We got some listeners fries. that don't live in Europe <laughs> that don't understand a, a kebab plate, which I didn't know about this. I, shit. I didn't know about it until I moved here either, bro. Never seen it. It's good. If they had a kebab plate food truck, oh yeah, that parked you, outside the club. Okay, think about this. Uh, two things. One, think about it from an NFL perspective. If you had a kebab plate food truck outside of an NFL stadium on any given Sunday, oh. and and the other thing that they have here, when, the first time I saw it, like I hadn't even tasted it yet. All I did was look at it. Yeah. The the tumbrad rula, mm-hmm. where you take <clears throat> they take a a piece of like a square or rectangular piece of like flatbread. Mm-hmm. And they throw in two scoops of mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. two hot dogs, two hot dogs, yeah, uh, shrimp salad, shrimp salad kind of stuff. What yeah. else? Roasted onions. Mm-hmm. A lot well, of it times. depends on the place. Yeah, yeah, it depends on how you can order like, it in different ways. Yeah. And then they roll this motherfucker up. Yeah. And they give it to you like in a co- like they roll it up into the shape of a cone. Yeah. And they give and you put a, a, like foil around it. Yeah. And you, I was like, bro, you sell that at an NFL stadium. But I would switch out the hot dogs and put sausage, sausages in there. Sure, sure. For sure. the flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always yeah, the hot like, dogs are, on, they, No. And the mashed potatoes, I'm just like. And it's weird. It's one of the, I, I, I ate it every time I would come here as a visitor. Mm-hmm. But then when I moved here, I was like, yeah. Yeah. You know. That's why I, I wasn't am, but, down with it. But then I saw a friend of mine came over uh, for dinner or to hang out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she grabbed one on the way. Hmm. And watching her eat it, I felt like a puppy. Like, I was like <laughs> you gonna eat all that? <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling you, we'd be millionaires if we had man one of those outside of a stadium. You go to a tailgating, mm-hmm. and you just bring some uh, a setup mm-hmm. so that you could make kebab plates. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we'd be millionaires. And I mean, I'm explaining to people that don't live here. It's it's like a bed of French fries. Yep, and then. Kebab meat, just like slices of uh, meat off of uh, you know a big kebab spinning chunk of <laughs> of beef, yeah, or and lamb. And then they kind of shave it off, and they a, shave it off a, in thin strips and yeah. put that on top of the fries. Then they take a tomato based sauce 
and a garlic, uh, the I don't know, cream sauce. And then yeah. they put lettuce, yeah. tomatoes, uh, onions, pepperoncinis on the side. And a couple peppers always mm-hmm. on there. And uh, and then that's pretty much it. That's mm-hmm. a, and maybe like a little coleslaw type of a, mm. a mixture too, depending on the place. And then you just go to town, man. That's oh, good. It's so good. It's good drunk food. It's not a good. Uh, you know, only thing, the only downfall is if you have it at a at a game. I think your uh, the rolls would be better. Than the kebab, you're absolutely right. That would be better with a fork because they do they do the exact same dish, but they do it in a rolled up like it's almost like flatbread. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a big ass burrito. Yeah, that is really good too. Full of all the shit that's on a kebab plate. It's so good that at my um then the town center and my where the train station is and all of that, Mm. they have two of them across the street from (laughs) each other, like across the way. You were like, man, do I go to them today or do I go to them today? So that's how that's how good that is. Nice. It's so good. Yeah. Man. The rolled up one. Oof, that's good. That's and they're long too, man. It's over a foot long. Oh yeah. They're good. <sighs> Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't have lunch yet. So Yeah, me neither. Man. Um Yeah. So that was the food part of the podcast, <laughs> I guess. I I'm not promising that's the last time we'll talk about food, but No, and if you got a problem with it, then We do not care. Exactly. <laughs> Skip you back in in arm's reach of the soundboard. How's I'm very feel? excited, actually. <laughs> uh, it's very exciting. It's nice to be back. We got back over the weekend. When did we get back? On Saturday. Did you see that picture I sent you of the big ass plate of ribs? I told you it wasn't the last time we were going to talk about. <laughs> <food>. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we stopped off. Okay. T- hot tip: If you're on your way from, I don't remember where this place was, but south it was, of Sweden, all right? It was, but it, it, so it was somewhere between Malmo and. But it was before we got to Young Shopping. I can't remember okay. the name. So it's in the south. It was called Old Mike's Diner. Okay. And we drove. We pulled off to get gas on the way down there is how we discovered this place. And it looked very American, mm-hmm. kind of roadhouse. The fact that it was called Old Mike's Old Diner. Mike's, yeah. yeah, Old Mike's Diner. So we actually just popped in just to look at it. Like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, this looks good. We got to hit this on the way home. Mm-hmm. So we did. Uh, the only downside is that it's one of those. I fucking hate these. It's one of these restaurants where you have to d- you you have to download an app to order food. Stop. Yes. Oh my God, the antisocial <laughs> bullshit here, man. I hate it. You have to download the app to order the food, and then of course they got you know it wasn't until after we had ordered food that suddenly I think something that my wife had ordered like the, oh. Oh, is that sorry? We're out of that, and it's like <laughs> you could have told me that if I'd had a waiter, I would have yeah. known that already. Oh my gosh. And I never would have ordered that. It's fucking dumb. That being said, <laughs> at the end of this ridiculous long wait to get food, so that was the other downside of it. Um, <laughs> there wasn't an old Sounds Mike like a inside. bad experience. It was kind of a bad experience because you know a place called Old Mike's. You would ex- at least expect someone who looks like Old Mike to be hanging around <laughs> running the ship. You know what I mean? Where's Mike? This where, is bullshit. Where the fuck is Mike? <laughs> <laughs> but no, everybody in there looked like they were barely over 18. You oh, know? So no. I was like, give me a fucking break. But when it was all said and done, this beautiful plate of ribs and coleslaw and yeah, looked good. something else. Oh, fries. They had fries on top of sweet potato fries. Oh, shit. Oh, it, wow. Bro, it was good. Okay. It was real good. It was kind of worth it. I did have barbecue sauce all over my beard by the end of it. <laughs> uh, so I had to go into the bathroom and basically just like wash my whole face. Oh, wow. Um, that was good eating. <clears throat> But it was, yeah, it was worth it. In guess the what, end, it was worth it. Guess what we did this weekend? Mm. We did a long weekend at a mansion 
just a, a just like these people own all of this property and they do like an Airbnb. Uh-huh. So a big group of us, it was like thirteen adults and a few oh, kids wow. or whatever. We it would have taken us to pay for that shit, but we yeah. rented rented this mansion for uh, from Friday to Tuesday. Nice, and it was fantastic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, where was it? Like it's called Kusangin. I know where that is. Yeah, it's not that far from the city. Isn't that like the last stop on the train or something? Kunstra Gordon is that one? Okay, I, I no, don't know. it's the last stop on the Pendletog or something. Okay, oh yeah, Kunstra it is. On, it is on that. Yeah, very cool on, on the J train, as I call it. But uh, yeah, we uh, we went out there. Uh, had they had the pool out there, uh-huh. so the kids were loving that. They Very were not cool. far from um, some lakes and shit. Yeah, and they had a big yard. They had a treehouse. Bash was loving the treehouse there. Nice. Everything was. It was like so many rooms in that place. Never mm-hmm. been in a house that big. And then upstairs, they had a bunch of rooms. I mean, like pictures around the room, so it looked like people watching you if you're trying to get it on. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking around like, damn, man, turn your eyes, man. Wow. <laughs> no, it was a it was a really really nice place, and they had a gym upstairs. Oh shit! And, uh, and your lovely wife had a birthday. Yeah, we had a birthday Shout party. Out there. Out Shout to out to Sandra. Sandra. Happy yes. birthday, girl! I know you're listening. Yes. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Uh, I saw that she had a Facebook. I was I, uh, I was looking at Facebook and I saw it was her birthday, and I did not wish her a happy birthday on Facebook because I have come to this place with the whole Facebook birthday. I got a real resentment against this whole oh, Facebook wow. birthday. Like uh, I get that they've made it easier for you to say happy birthday to people that you never see, mm-hmm. and that's lovely, I guess. Uh, but it just feels like I've gotten to the point. <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid, but I, I have enough friends on Facebook to where it's like, okay, uh, I'm doing God, this every day, e- every day, yeah. every day. I gotta fucking yeah. wish somebody happy birthday. Yeah, especially and I got when it's tired like not it. even like direct friends. It's like Facebook friends. So I decided I'm not wishing happy birthday to anyone on Facebook anymore. Damn. Yeah, they're just not gonna want that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just can't. I, it bugs me because you have to do it over and over exactly. and over exactly. And over That's exactly how over I feel about and over it. And over and over and over and over and it feels so and over and over yeah. and over <laughs> exactly. and over and over so, again. It starts to feel very um, dis, dis, disingenuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And if if you're my real friend, I'm gonna shoot you a text on your birthday. Did you shoot Sandra a text? I don't have her phone number. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I guess I could have texted so, you. Yeah, you could have texted me. Like, yeah. Tell your wife happy birthday, but you didn't do that, did you? I mean, I think I texted you on your birthday. Whenever you did. Was, right? Yeah. You, See, I mean, you might have called thing. me. Yeah, I yeah. think I called you. Yeah. Shit, oh. we must be really good friends if I called you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man, but uh, we we do talk about football from time to time. Yes, and I want to, before we get started, I want to say, as of today, mm-hmm. Wednesday, whatever fucking day it is, August yeah. 18th, we are 23 days away from the first game of the season. Ooh. 23 days from that Thursday night game, 26 days away from the Sunday slate, y'all. I mean. Wouldn't it be 22 days from the Thursday day? <laughs> I'm not a math guy, so. <laughs> right? Thursday is the 23rd. A week Friday is, is the 25th. A week is seven days. Three weeks is 21 days. So then Thursday is the day after. I would sure. think it's 22 days. What? Okay, I was counting today. Okay, I was including okay. today. Okay, I count okay. today because today's not over. Good point. I take it. I was being a dick. Differently. I was being a dick. I was being a dick. I'm We're sorry, just going to disregard Wednesday, <laughs> as if like Wednesday. We're going like Wednesday don't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't even noon. Wednesday counts, bitch. Yeah, it's not even lunchtime. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, twenty three days, man. Twenty two and a half days. The other thing we can hit you guys with is football related. There is 
solid information now on the NFL London games. There's a ticket update, y'all. Are, mean, they, you, are they available? No, but oh, we uh, haven't talked about with, I got an update, yeah. They're going to be available, but we haven't talked about this on the podcast yet. Uh, so tickets are already available for people who are like, you know, oh, yeah. season ticket holders for Tottenham and yeah. also at Wembley, I think. But for those of us who uh, are not that, uh, what does it say? What's the date? 20 something. Where the fuck? Don't is tell it? everybody. Okay, so look it up I yourself. Want, yeah, look if you more because I want to go and I don't want to miss out on these tickets. I want to go too. Uh, I'm thinking it might be harder for you to get tickets because they're playing the Jags and the Jags are kind of the London team that they've been like oh, the, the Jags they, are actually taking the, our advice. The, the Jags are the most popular team in London because they have played. I think they were part of you know like they've played the most games in London, so they've okay. become the more, most popular team, which is funny because they suck. Yeah, um, but whatever. Uh, so anyway, if you want, you can go figure this out. But uh, yeah, the tickets are going to be available soon. Nice. I also checked the COVID restrictions. Mm -hmm. As long as you have a, as of a few days ago, as long as you are vaccinated, you're allowed to travel to London uh, without having to quarantine. And okay. if you're 18 or younger, then those those rules don't apply. Like okay, so I, I could bring the fam. Yeah, exactly. We'll see, man. I'd like to go. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah. See. I I think I'm. It's looking more definite that I'm going to go. Okay. As long as we can get tickets. Uh, because while we were down in southern Sweden, we we hung out with these friends of ours whose, whose mother still lives down there. And the woman is Swedish and her husband is – he's actually Irish. But they live in London and they have an extra apartment that they just oh, wow. bought. And so we might actually have a free place to stay. Oh, nice. It's nowhere near the actual Tottenham Stadium, unfortunately. But – Free places, yeah, yeah, free exactly. places, especially in London. It's fucking expensive. Hell thing, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of exciting. Um, I guess we could probably start the show with a couple of transactions. Okay. Right? Um, 49ers signed the man with what what I think is one of the funniest names in the NFL, veteran D-back, ha-ha, Clinton Dix. Straight cash, homie. Yeah. I always love it when his name pops up in the game. Because <laughs> I'm just like, how... What were his parents thinking? He was laughing when he came out. Ha ha. <laughs> Cutting dicks. Yeah. That's some funny shit. Uh, we have a cut. Oh, God. This is a crit. Is that? Did he get cut by the Seahawks? Alden Smith. Yeah, Alden Smith got uh, cut by the Seahawks. He's getting up there in age, man. This is days after signing with the team in April. Smith surrendered to authorities on battery charges. It's oh. clear whether the issue played into the Seahawks' decision. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Not good. <clears throat> He, um, yeah, they were giving him a second chance, but then right after signing, he did some knucklehead shit. Um, so anyway, they cut him. He he gone. His career is probably <laughs> over. Uh, yeah, you know he did. Pretty much. Um, I mean, we should. I mean, honestly, we should have led with what is the real story of the week. Okay. Uh, which is that uh, little Timmy Tebow got cut. <laughs> I want to. I want to do this, but I really. I, th I thought about today, and I felt uh, you are trash. <laughs> that was perfect. I wanted to be happy about this, but I'm actually kind of. 
kind of sad. I, you know, it's funny. We talked about this a little bit when I walked into the room, and I, I have to agree with you. I have mixed emotions about it. I, I feel, on one level, I feel like, okay, all is right with the world. Right, it's okay? fair. It's this the right like, thing happening. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, most of us, you've seen on the Facebook uh, page, if you've been on there, I mean, there's at least two examples of, you know, the week one of preseason just showing this dude can't block. Right. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Terrible. Even that one play where it looks like he ran the wrong route and then ends up behind the receiver. <laughs> and then the guy catches the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then Too he goes to block somebody and he kind of bumps him with his shoulder. And it's just like, hey, you did everything wrong. <laughs> And then ah. <laughs> there's a block he did that went viral. Yeah. And you, you saw that. he does And that it. wasn't even the worst one. The that next was block. Yeah. It was the very next play was actually the well, worst Well, he gets one. fucking dogged. Did you see? Uh, it was really funny because I saw the, the block, that, the, the shitty block that went viral. I, I saw it on Twitter and then I looked in the comment section and it, you should have seen the people trying to defend him. It it's, was it's ridiculous. Toxic. They're like, well, he did. I, I did the same thing. I looked at the comments and they're like, well, he... Uh, he got the job done. It's like, no, no you got to understand, he couldn't block a third-string linebacker. Yeah. And they, he went with the wrong shoulder, you know, because he's a quarterback, and he, and the quarterback is taught to yeah. use the opposite shoulder you, to block. Can you imagine? Can't, can't shake that. Can you imagine? I mean, I really, I mean, I don't, it, Urban Meyer, I mean, you'd lose the locker room. Yeah. If right? he makes a team, yeah. I mean, if there's guys out there trying to make the team that are obviously like at least ten years younger than Tebow and who can actually block, I mean, they know the basics. They've been doing the basics, and it's and uh, the, a lot of people are comparing it to uh, Logan Thomas. You know this guy, Washington football team, yeah, tight end, yeah, who's pretty good, yeah. But he was a quarterback in uh, in college, but right. he was brought along. He changed uh, positions and was brought along as. Uh, as a as a tight end over five years, you know what I mean. Right. So it took time, yeah, for that. And it's not like uh, they just tried to pop him in or whatever. He and he was young and still had the speed and mm. good. I forget where he played college. I want to say Virginia Tech because I remember a big dude named Logan <clears throat> destroying Miami all the time. I I am also a little disappointed that he's not going to make the team because I just wanted to have something to complain about exactly. all year. Yeah. Um. But I, you know. Knowing Urban Meyer, I'm sure that he'll provide us with the opportunity to do that in some other fashion. Yeah. Uh, I just, I feel bad for Tebow. It seems like the circle of trust is more like a one-way street for Urban Meyer. Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, don't they live near each other? Yeah, he's going to be. <laughs> why'd, why'd you co- cut me, man? <laughs> That's going to be an awkward cul-de-sac of friendship, <laughs> right? You'll say, uh, well, uh, I was cutting, so I decided to cut your grass anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna, Tim Tebow's going to come TP his house. Like he's back <laughs> in college, you know. <laughs> in the name of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, uh, has he spoken? He Tebow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he, did he say? He, he said what you would think he would say. Like, oh, I'm just really happy for the opportunity. And la 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 la. Fuck that guy. Go man. do something else. Fuck that guy. Yeah, exactly. Don't come come with this opportunity. He's got shit. a. <clears throat> I'm sure he's got a media gig waiting for him somewhere, so he'll be fine. Yeah, he was talking for. He was uh, com- uh, analyzing college football before. He worked for the SEC Network, right? And he would come out, but like before, which these... got two teams bigger this week. Did you hear about that? No. Texas and Oklahoma are going to join. In. The, well, it's not. Gonna, I don't think it's going to start. I think they said 2025 is okay. Gonna be, but yeah, Texas, they're going in. Texas is about to get dragged. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's interesting. Oklahoma might hang in there, but Texas is about to get dead ass dragged. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, the biggest signing is uh, Jamal Adams after um, what appeared. Straight cash, homie. Yeah. It, well, it started out, the story last week started out with that he and the Seahawks had sort of cut off negotiations. Uh, the Seahawks were prepared to give him the franchise tag for a couple of years. Uh oh. Uh, which it always feels like that ends wrong every time. It does, yeah. Anyway, in the end, as of what yesterday or the day before, they came to terms on a seventy million dollar deal. Thirty eight million dollar guaranteed makes him the highest paid safety in the league. Yeah, exactly. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That's money right there. 72 million, four year extension, uh, maximum. Yeah, maximum 72 million. 38 mm. million guarantee. Goddamn. For mm. safety. Mm hmm. For safety. Safety is, that's that one. That was one of the positions that was kind of hidden. You know what I mean? Mm. People are paying premium prices for cornerbacks. They're paying premium prices for quarterbacks, mm. of course. But the running backs and safety has always been kind of overlooked. He's a good safety. He's a great safety. I mean, if you had to, I, I, I think you can make the argument he's the best safety in the league. So, um, yeah. Oh, so now he's paid. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now he's paid to be the. Well, I, I guess what's his name? Honey Badger. He's got an argument, right? Yeah, yeah. Jamal is better than Honey Badger. Think so? Yeah, I'm thinking. I was thinking of uh, <clears throat> Minka Fitzpatrick. Mm, okay, but that's youth behind him too. So, but uh, you gotta still say Joe. Yeah, yeah, the best in the league. I just was hesitant to say that. Uh, Damn, Seattle, stay with a good safety. Steelers and uh, T.J. Watt are still trying to work out a deal. It seems like they're going to, but if they don't, I mean, I don't know. He's a big part of there. They just not gonna want that. Yeah, they exactly. Make that shit happen. <clears throat> They need to make that shit happen. It seems like they probably will, though. Yeah, he's a beast. Uh, in COVID news. Look out, Super Bowl. Here we come. The Atlanta Falcons are the first team with 100% vaccination rate. Let's go. Come on, boys. We are totally going to win this. Yeah, that's right. Atlanta Falcons, we're number one in something. We did. We won. Yeah, 100%. Huh? We won something. I think we got to 100% by cutting a couple of motherfuckers. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Uh, but wow, yeah. that's impressive, man. Yeah. So I'm not used to good news. New coach too. A new coach got full buy-in yeah. or something like that. That's a good sign. Yeah, sure. It's a good sign. Man. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, new Orleans Mayor uh, Latoya Cantrell mm -hmm. announced that fans attending home games at the Superdome will be required to show proof of vaccination or a recent negative COVID test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Right, I'm glad they're stepping up, man. Hold these guys accountable. If the, the league won't fully go all in, they can't because they're kind of uh, hamstrung, then uh, hopefully these officials will do it too. These it does seem like this is going to be the new normal. Uh, yes. A few days later, the Raiders came out and basically kind of one-upped this situation by saying, uh, you actually cannot come into our crazy-looking stadium without proof of vaccination. You cannot go to a Raiders game Unless you've been vaccinated. Period. Oh, nice. Um, so they're the first team to require vaccination. So staff is fully vaccinated and all of that stuff? <clears throat> I would assume so. What happens in Vegas? Um, but the most interesting sort of, or, you know, this is our, what's the opposite of fuck that guy? I love Ron Rivera, this fucking guy. He find, he kind of. Yeah, we got to get, let us know what the opposite of fuck that guy is. What is the opposite of fuck that guy? What kind of soundbite can we use? Like, um, Maybe I love you, man. Something, yeah. 
I fucking love you, man. <laughs> I love you, bro. <laughs> anyway, Ron Rivera has made it known that he has had it with all these anti-vaccine motherfuckers. Okay. Oh yeah, because he's a cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did a he did an interview with Albert Breer from um, mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated SI dot com. He says uh, he holds up his phone in the interview and he says Gen Z is relying on this right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, you got some, quite frankly, fucking assholes Whoa. that are putting a bunch of misinformation out there leading people to die. That's frustrating to me, that these people are allowed to have a platform. And then one specific news agency, which he doesn't name, but we all know, it's Fox mm-hmm. News. Yeah. Every time they have some someone on... They're like, I'm a doc. I'm not a doctor, but vaccines don't work. Or I'm not an epidemiologist, but vaccines are going to give you a third nipple or make you sterile. He's like, come <laughs> on, that to me just shouldn't be allowed. Oh man, shout out to him, man. Yeah, he, he's doing. So doing Ron right Rivera thing. has had it. He is finished. Every, he is putting all these fucking douchebags on record by saying, "Yeah, you're assholes." Yeah. Um, so. Nice. Did you see? There's a TikTok going around. This uh, where this late this anti-vaxer mm-hmm. is like breaking down how uh, the vaccine is bad. <clears throat> okay. And and you know the whole conspiracy of it all. And then there's a a scientist that is uh, <laughs> listening to her and debunking live as the lady's talking. Oh, interesting. On the video, no, I haven't like, seen that's that. That's not true. No, that's not. That's not what. That's not what MR, MDR, DNA does. It's no. That's not true. <laughs> That's true, but that's not true. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, it's really good. Um, on to other news. Uh, Dak Prescott goes in for another MRI on his throwing shoulder. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Not good. According to the Cowboys, uh, of course, they say this. It's nothing to worry about. Um, <laughs> but I can tell you that. When it happened, the Cowboys were very quickly regretting having the Hard Knocks cameras around. I don't know if you saw episode one. No. Oh, yeah. I forgot to watch that. Um, no, I haven't seen it. Th- I'm going to talk about that more later. But um, okay. So they're doing their best to pretend that Dak is fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that he's not going to see any preseason action. His reps have been limited in practice. Right, he, I was going to say he's and, back in practice. And they're going to be limited in practice <laughs> all the way up to week one, which means that they're going to put him out on the field Game one of the NFL calendar, Thursday night football against the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they're just going to hope that Dak doesn't fall apart at the seams. Oh, man. I mean. I think you err on the side of caution, man. Mm -hmm. If he's in, if he plays the last three quarters of the season, you could still be all right. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean. This might prove what you're thinking. That mm. Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. Oh, for sure. And he's like, I need to. This I guy think needs Mike to play. is actually on the hottest seat. Uh, d- d- to be honest, yeah. I think if, if that's so, it's undeserved. But mm. you could be right. Um, actually, I wanted to give you a little hard knocks recap, so I'm glad you didn't see it. Okay. Um, first of all, I want to go on record and say that I know a lot of people love hard knocks. Mm-hmm. And I, I oh, don't don't blaspheme. Right I now. guess I understand <laughs> why that's the case. I, on the other hand, think that it's fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Especially with the media being on top of everything as they are, right, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Yeah, I just feel like Hard Knocks doesn't really offer me any new surprises. 
Like most of the things that I saw in episode one were things that I had already read in the news days before. Okay. And I guess maybe, maybe you're more engaged. Maybe than... if you're one of those people who doesn't follow the news. Right. I mean, obviously we I do because we do this every week. Yeah, so, exactly. You're more um, engaged than the typical fan. I mean, I get it is obviously a more up close and personal look, but most of the time, barring the one player who is a total lunatic, I'm looking at you, Antonio Brown. I, I personally <laughs> think that the show is a little boring. Okay. Um, I disagree. The dumbest thing that happened in in episode one, because this kind of highlights the thing that I think is really stupid, actually. Uh, The number of journalists in the past week who went to the trouble to look up. So Jerry Jerry Jones, there's a scene in, in, in episode one where Jerry Jones is eating... He's talking on the phone, but he's unwrapping his his breakfast sandwich. He's having a McGriddle. Really? Yeah, which is basically... Yeah. Trash? <laughs> you are trash! Yeah, it's not good for you. It, it's, it's an it's like egg... pancakes around it's sausages, an, It's right? egg and sausage. It's essentially an egg and sausage biscuit, but you replace the biscuit with... Pancakes. With, pan, little, with syrup inside the pancake. Exactly. And Jerry Jones unwraps this McGriddle and starts dumping salt all around it before what? he starts eating it. How's he alive? I don't know. But that was the thing. And it was like all the, there were at least like three or four journalists that I saw a, a, after the fact who, you know, had claimed to have gone to McDonald's.com and looked up the sodium content of a McGriddle sandwich just to highlight how crazy it was that he put extra salt on it. And I'm just like, why? This is not, I, I this don't, is why your branch is dying. This is dumb. This is fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or it's proof your brain. I actually think that the only staff member of Hard Knocks who deserves any real praise or award, if that's possible, for this show, uh, it has to be the editor because he or she is the only one who manages to cut this turd together to make it look mm. like something's really happening. Um, but something is happening, man. They're, well, bra- they're they're getting a the roster down from ninety to fifty three. Sure, but I don't see anything in the show that kind of leads me. Like I don't. That would actually, you know, what you're talking about. I actually would find interesting, right? If 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 I felt like I got a clear indication as to how that process works, but that's not what the show. That's I feel not like what I they get show it, man. you. Because well, I don't know. I've, I I didn't see last season. I haven't seen any of this season. But then again, the league has changed to where. The cuts used to be you had to get to certain numbers by these dates. And now you can be as big as you want up until the 53 day. Right. And I think that kind of fucks up the whole uh, hard knocks schedule because they could have it to where, like, we got to get to 70. I think it used to be 70. You have to get to 70 by this date. And they're like, all right, cuts are going to happen. And then you're just right. seeing these guys on the bubble. They always follow like the star, the big personality. Well, they're probably going to do that in bubble. episode two, I would imagine. They're going, they don't they, do any of that in episode one. They don't have that rule anymore. Right. The league is like, have as many as you want up until <clears throat> the season. But by a week before the season, you got to get to 53. So because there's no schedule, they can't get to it like that, like they used to. I, mean, I there, think that's the difference. There were a few sort of, I don't know, depending on your opinion, whether they're useless or, or interesting things that we learned from episode one of Hard Knocks. Mm. One was that Ezekiel Elliott is in his mid-20s and he's never wrapped a present before. Uh, there's a scene where he's trying to wrap a birthday present for Dak Prescott <laughs> and it's like, he's like, oh, this is actually the first time I ever wrapped a present. Like he goes through an entire roll of tape and I'm just like, this he's is been, oh. ridiculous. Uh, Mike mm. McCarthy has this moment where... Uh, he plays a clip of Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Uh, what clip? 
uh, it's about Mojo, like getting oh, your mojo, get your mojo back. Oh no! And so he's got McCarthy this, did this. Yes, and it's like a team building thing where he was trying to give this mojo moment pep talk. Like this is a time for a mojo moment. Like, and he tries to send that. It's, it's like such a ridiculous. It's cringy. Sounds cringy. It, it's pretty bad. Uh, but I did get the impression throughout. They don't really talk about this, but just the kind of interaction between Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy, I, you kind of get the impression they don't like each other. Really? I, yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but people are complaining about how much Mike McCarthy curses in the episode, apparently. Uh, only in America. Um, he does say a couple of funny things. He gives this very inspiration, like, fuck last year. Charlie, fuck around. He don't work here. <laughs> High school Harry, get his ass out the fucking door. This is about winning. This is about winning a world championship. Oh, he says all this together? Period. Going to the playoffs ain't good enough. Charlie, fuck around. He don't work here. I thought that was pretty Charlie, funny. Charlie, fuck around. I'm going to start saying it to my kids. <laughs> Charlie, fuck around. He don't work here. I thought that was funny. <laughs> and also, okay, so here's... The, the, there was a spe- special teams coach, John Fassel, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Kind of proved ultimately how I feel about mm. Hard Knocks. Fassel, uh, that's a name... Is it related to Jim Fessel? But maybe. Probably. I don't the know. The way we learned about uh, nepotism. Sure, <laughs> sure. But he kind of proved what I ultimately feel about Hard Knocks by telling what felt like a completely random, out-of-nowhere story about getting a vasectomy and then getting it reversed. Okay. Right? So it was like the editing team clearly needed some filler material because even like complete and total access to the team is just a bunch of dudes practicing. So it's like, mm. okay, what is yeah. it? And it wasn't like it led to anything. Like it was just literally just dropped into the middle of the episode. Okay. And it took me about five seconds to realize, like, what is he talking about? <laughs> like, oh, it's filler. Oh, okay. hour long episode. This is though. meaningless. Uh, the only part of the show that I really, really was impressed by was um, – Watching um, their rookie, Mika Parsons. The guy oh, yeah, yeah. is, he seems like the real deal. Um, fast as hell. Um, and the my actually my favorite part about Mika Parsons was watching his mother. Uh, his mother. She's there? She was there at the uh, Hall of Fame game. And she's, I mean, you just fall in love with this woman. She's adorable. They had all this footage of her at the Hall of Fame game, sitting up in the stands, eating her popcorn, rooting for a boy with right. a big old proud mama smile on her fi- on her face. She was. She Who's was, that play again? They played the Steelers, right? Uh-huh, so yeah. the Steelers have played two game two games now, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And the Cowboys. Okay, I was thinking about that. Like, are they gonna have extra time off? Mm, no, no, because everybody so. Um, used to be four preseason games. Right. They're going to play three. And then a- after the third preseason game, everybody gets a week off before the season starts. No, I know that, but I'm just so. saying they've played two now. Mm. When I think they're actually going to get to play an extra preseason game. I think they're the two teams who will play four games. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I, I remember them saying it in Hard Knocks. We got an extra game this year like okay. to get ready, blah, blah, blah. Oh, good. That's probably better um, for the coaches. I didn't watch a lot of. I didn't watch any of the preseason games live, but I obviously saw some of the highlights. Obviously, everyone's talking about the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, what they, do you think? Well, I mean, my impression was that they all, uh, you know, they all made mistakes, which which mm-hmm. you would expect them to do. But they all kind of more or less really looked the part. Yeah. Um, they all showed what out. What about Zach Wilson? 
Has his mom said anything? No, I checked today, but no, it's nothing. <laughs> nothing. She's fucking radio silent so uh, far. He, uh, I think he threw a pick, right? Mm, yeah. I mean, Justin Fields. You got to get him out of the way. I guess Justin Fields was probably the most impressive. He ran for a touchdown. He threw for a touchdown. And he just looked the, – the, the way the ball looks when it comes out of his hand. Yeah, he looks good, It's man. beautiful. He played against my team. But, but uh, They still when, lost, though. No, no, no. Bears won. Did the Bears win? Yeah, they won. Oh, okay. They came back. Matter. They were losing. Oh, that's right. And then uh, the scrubs came out on the field, and then mm. Justin Fields was out there. You could tell he's just too good to be playing against the third team. Mm. It's just like, oh, okay, he's better. It was like college again. <laughs> Trey, yeah. Trey Lance looked good. Trey Lance did. He got nine drives, eight or nine drives. He looked good. That's what. That's the thing, man. Once they get out there for so long, now they're up against guys that won't make the team, mm. and they look even better. But he was out there the, for a while. The only situation that happened so far in week one of preseason, as far as quarterbacks are concerned, that looked even remotely kind of interesting was um, the Cam Newton-Mac Jones situation. Um and I say that only because, I mean, it is preseason, so it's kind of hard to tell. But you would think that in this particular situation, like, well, you would think that Cam Newton would kind of blow him out of the water. Yeah. Uh, would be a lot better than him. Mm-hmm. And it, Mac Jones looked really good. Did he get to play with the ones? I Yeah, he did. Oh, that's good. Smart. See, Belichick know what he's doing. He did. Uh, and he looked really good, actually. He didn't do anything like soup as he didn't do things as spectacular as maybe some of the other guys did. Right. But in a weird way, he almost impressed me more because he just looked like he belonged there. Yeah. You know, just I saw him too. in yeah, the pocket, hitting people for short passes. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of stuff. You so kind of want to see it. Uh, yeah. It's tough, though. It's, it's got to be really, I, I admire those guys who evaluate because. Hmm. Uh, well, on the teams who evaluate because they know what keys they're supposed to be looking for, you know, where he's supposed to be in his drop, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that that we don't know as observers. Mm. So that will be interesting to know. That's something that could be on Hard Knocks, like mm-hmm. if they were to show, oh, he did a three-step drop, and he's looking this way, he should have been looking that way, or, you know, he read this and did that, he read that wrong, the play was successful, but – he really read that wrong or he read that right and it didn't work out or whatever to, right. to see how uh, they're breaking stuff down. Maybe, you know what, I am i don't know. Maybe it gets better in episode two. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not, I don't, mm. don't, don't feel bad, man. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of. I think the people like Hard Knocks because it's like a little taste of football and then you get to see the training camp, which you don't really get to see. Right. Um, and you're just involved in with the evolution of a team. But nowadays, they have these other documentary series that are doing a better job of documenting, you mm. know, the ba- the back, the other side of right. sports. Yeah. Like they had the, uh, the, what's it called? Last Chance You. Right. Where you just like, man. Yeah. And then they did the basketball one, Last Chance mm. You. I mean, I can tell you, having worked in film for quite a while. I think that's part of it, too. Uh, you worked in film. It's not easy to... It's not easy to film. I, I the turnaround that they have from the things that they film and the need to edit it and put it together and turn it into an episode, yeah. and also to kind of mix the sound. Like it's all these things you got to do. I can't even imagine the the pressure that they're under to to deliver episodes. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're literally because they're only like a week behind. Exactly. Yeah. So that's you know, 
That's impressive, I, I, yeah. So Stop I'm, hating. I'm not saying it's like... Stop hating, Skip. I'm not saying I'm not impressed with what they managed to do from a filmmaking perspective. Just not just impressed by what they did. dumb, like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, All right, man. Bad news for the Ravens. Their first round pick, wide receiver Rashad Bateman, will miss several weeks after suffering a groin injury. That sucks. sucks. Yeah. I mean, he was. Uh, you said Ravens? <clears throat> yep. I mean, imagine it's like, you know, you worked for this your whole life. Yeah. You crushed it in college. You go in the first round in the NFL draft, but you go down on one of these, you know, and and you don't manage to go to one of the shitty teams. Right? Yeah, yeah. You're on the, you're on the Ravens. Somehow get on a good team. You're on the yeah. Ravens. Like, how, it doesn't get any better. Yeah. I mean, that sucks for him. Uh, yeah. Get better, big guy. Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson appear to be on track to start week one, according to... So, week one? So this this five... Oh, yeah, remember, the five they said to five weeks. to 12 weeks. So yeah. it's looking like it might be more like five weeks. Um Oh, nice. I guess Wentz heard all those Nick Foles chatter. Yeah, he's uh, like, fuck was like, <laughs> He was like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, wrap this motherfucker in duct tape. I'm ready to play. Uh, but he's got another problem in that the, the who'd they play? Jake Eason? Oh, he looked good. He looked real good. I thought about you as I was watching yeah. watching him, uh, and you were saying like he was the backup to Fromm, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, this is that guy. And then he was out there firing. I was like, okay. Yeah. I think he threw a dumb pick, but, you know, it's preseason. Mm -hmm. He looked good, man. As you said about Mac Jones, he just looked looked apart. Yep. So I was like, okay, it was looking look like some heat coming off. Wentz might have a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I saw this as a funny story. DraftKings took a bet. This is a very funny when these stories come up. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook has taken a bet for a bizarrely specific amount, $2,751.03 on the oh, Jets to win the AFC Championship. That's all their savings right there. <laughs> Some guy just emptied Empty his bank savings. account. <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> 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 That's true. That's true. That's true. That could have be the reason why this happened. Uh, uh, yeah, if definitely. he wins, this mystery better. Um, you know what he's going to spin it on? On a chain, a big-ass chain. <laughs> <laughs> How much was it? He's going to... He so, okay, so the bet was for $2,751.03. Uh -huh. If he wins, if the Jets win the AFC Championship, which I'm really... AFC Jets, so not Super Bowl. Correct. AFC Championship. Make it Championship. to the Super Bowl, okay. They're not... It's not happening. No. <laughs> but if it does happen... Uh-huh. It's uh it'll get him $209,078.28. Oh yeah. It's probably uh Zach Wilson's mom actually. <laughs> <laughs> he just he gave he just gave Vegas $2,000. <clears throat> yeah. They didn't need it. Uh the but Lions <laughs> they're definitely going to spin it on a chain. The Lions have cut cornerback Alex Brown after a horrific drunk driving accident. Oh no. Police say he had a blood alcohol level of point Two, one, one. That's like three times the limit. Yeah. Almost just under three times the exactly. legal limit. Uh, and we he, have a pretty high legal limit. He decided to drive the wrong way down I-75. Holy shit. Uh, and smashed up a bunch of cars. Uh, apparently, and this happened in, in Michigan, outside of Detroit. There's an right? I-75 in Michigan? Okay. I-75 actually runs all the way from the most southern tip of Florida yeah, no, all the way right. up to where Michigan hits Canada. I did not know that. Yeah, it's one of the longest highways in the country. I know it goes country. that way. It goes all the way up. 
to Michigan. Yeah, but that goes like northwest. Yeah, it okay. goes. Yeah. Um, it's okay. got a little bend to it. Yeah, like a little bend, like some people's penises. <laughs> uh, Depends on what I eat. Right. So he apparently was so drunk. It was a weird. It was a weird Atlanta connection to the story. So he apparently the cops say he thought he was so drunk that he thought he was in Atlanta, Georgia, coming home from a strip club. That's what he told the cops. That's how drunk he was. Uh, man, he lock him up, man. Which you know, shout out to Atlanta strip clubs. I mean, yeah, man. Fuck. I mean, that's we have a lot of them actually. Uh, Damn. So that's fucked up. Hopefully, thank, there's a couple people in the hospital. Nobody died, so that's good. good. Um, no, you're not fucked up, Tom. Yeah, but he is absolutely ah, correct. No, it He's probably done. <laughs> uh, no, you're not fucked up. Let's see. Houston Texans attempted to shut the media out of training camp until the NFL said, "Hey, you are trash." Hell no. <laughs> oh yeah, they got. You saw Deshaun Watson snapped at some people. Oh yeah, he was he walking did. out. Why y'all fooling me every day? Same, same shit. But, same shit. <laughs> He's pit. They don't want to talk. This dumpster fire continues. Grand, oh grand jury subpoenas have been sent out on the Deshaun Watson case, which kind of at one point it felt like it was movement in the case, but apparently well, they're still saying February, the right? timeline remains very unclear. Uh, the Texans, I mean, they really, they're in such a weird situation because, <clears throat> I mean, I guess we've talked about this before, but, you know, there are no shortage of teams that would like to acquire his services as a football player. But they're never going to get the deal that they want to get. No. Um, so they really only have a couple of choices. They they can either shift him to injured reserve and and just pay him not to play, or you know they can try to convince him to play football for the Texans for one more year uh, until this thing is settled. Convince him to play. So yeah. he's saying I won't play. I, he still claims that he's played his last snap for the for the Texans. But okay. when he realizes if if it comes to the situation where where you know I, the Texans already realize how hard it is to trade him if 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 Deshaun starts to realize like look we can't just give you away for fucking nothing um, and we can't trade you until this legal situation yeah goes through whatever process it needs to go through so why not play football? It's like he's got to relax, man. But can he? I, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You know? Yeah, that's I what would, he said. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I would suggest getting a massage. But yeah, in this but case, we don't want that. <laughs> but in this case, I'm I'm going to say that, that, like, that I, I do not advise a massage therapist to go anywhere near Deshaun Watson. <laughs> it's um, like he's just got to chill out, relax, mm-hmm. and get a massage. <laughs> no. Um, one, okay, so the NFL... Um, is proving once again that they, when given the opportunity to do the right thing, uh, they rarely do. Of course. Um, Here we go. This What's is this shit? This is the the twenty two women. Uh, this is still we're still on the Deshaun Watson story. Uh, apparently these women are very frustrated with the NFL after they sort of sat through their kind of questioning and interviews, investigation into the into the case. Um. And two of the women have spoken out about feeling like they had been patronized and victim blamed and all yeah. this other stuff. Uh, she says, quote, this, they, they, first of all, they hired, the NFL hired a female lawyer, you know, because mm, it's like, to make it look, yeah, it's like hiring the black guy so that yeah. you can claim you're not racist, right? Yeah. Um, 
But so I anyway, can't be racist. What, yeah, exactly. He's black. He's not racist. Uh, she, she said, this woman asked me what I was wearing, which honestly really pissed me off. Yeah. Uh, she said she explained that it's something she had to ask. They're which, like, you, we hired this woman, but we wrote the script. Yeah. <laughs> she said, that's something I have to ask, which I don't believe at all. Uh, and she said, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be wearing that would suggest that I don't want you to put your penis in my hand. Do I need to wear a turtleneck? She said. Oof. Uh, I like this lady. To which I can actually answer that question. The answer would be no, because turtleneck <laughs> is, uh, I mean, for me personally. It's kind of a turn on. It's kind of hot. <laughs> right? A turtleneck yeah. is kind of. It's kind of hot. It's like, it's, oh, whoa, I don't know it's what's almost, going on. For me, a turtleneck is actually even sexier than the low cut because, yeah. it, because it forces you to use your imagination. imagination yeah. And, and my you're like, damn, good. what is under that turtleneck? Yeah, you're a, a film director. You know what I mean? You got imagination. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I don't even, yeah, I don't even need porn to get a heart on. I can just imagine things. Skip, stop imagining. Know? This is getting uncomfortable. I know. I'm sitting here with a rock hard cock. I, just, uh, I was wondering, I was like, why didn't he wear pants today? Just, you know. Did you imagine some pants? Like three seconds of imagining a girl in a turtleneck and it's like I'm pitching a tent over here. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they basically said that it, it felt like, you know, they had already been interviewed by the police uh for this case and they just felt they felt attacked they also said something like um they felt like this lawyer was trying to trip them up like they would ask she would ask them a question and then ask another series of questions and then swoop back around and ask the same question but with different words like trying to get them to contradict themselves mm, yeah, yeah so it was like they I mean the lawyer's going to lawyer I know but it's like the, but it's I personally think it's a little weird like why is the NFL oh, Yeah the NFL's lawyer shouldn't be doing that Why is the NFL yeah. Why are they? I mean, essentially, I get that if it's if it's his lawyer, yeah, it's yeah, Sean Watson's lawyer. But I was thinking, why are you as lawyer, the NFL yeah. trying to protect a guy who may or may not have sexually assaulted twenty two different women? Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? And and then to pretend that you're hands off. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's bullshit. Total bullshit. Um. So we'll see where that goes. I mean, it shouldn't be surprised that that's what the NFL did. Um. No, it is surprising actually. You would you keep thinking they learned a lesson, and they never fucking learned a lesson. Mm. Um, <sighs> the NFL has released its annual rule and points of emphasis video, which I watched. Uh, it was, Did you? It's like five minutes it's, okay. or eight minutes or something. I can post it on the Facebook page. It's kind of dumb. Yeah, please do. Uh, they eliminated uh, overtime and preseason, which I didn't even know they had that. Oh, that's so cute. good for that, I guess. <laughs> that is good. Um, let's see. Most people already know about the rules regarding player jersey numbers, so that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, kickoffs. The receiving team on a kickoff can now only have eight to nine players in the setup zone. They're, yeah. We do not care. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do. I guess they're trying to sort of increase the likelihood of recovering an onside kick, but while still... Oh, this is for onside kick. Okay, okay. <clears throat> well, it's just for kickoffs, basically. Okay. Um, so so the we'll, recovery zone, okay. We'll see. We'll see if that plays into this year. Yeah, um, we'll see, because it's, <laughs> it's basically impossible, unless you do a fucking watermelon kick. Oh, God. Don't <laughs> remind me. Don't remind me. 
because it hypnotizes the players. You know, it's funny. As when we were down in Skwana, we we brought the football with us, and we were. Um, it was really we talk about feeling like everybody's staring at you. Like we were down on the beach throwing the football. My son and I are throwing them. Um, that's what you do at the uh, beach. American football back and forth. Yeah, that's what you and do. And all these little Swedish kids, like, kind of came up and were just like looking at us like we were animals in the zoo. Like, oh my is this gosh. strange? oblong thing that you were throwing through the air. <laughs> uh, but my wife jumped in and we started goofing around. Oh, first of all, she's she was, I don't know if you saw that I posted. I saw it, yeah. She got a little mad at me because she, so I filmed that video with her phone because I didn't have any space on my phone. And she had done it earlier, this thing where she came up with this trick play and I was like, this is so retarded. We have to film this. <laughs> uh, she was like, I'm Derrick Henry. I was like, yeah, you look just like Derrick Henry. <laughs> Uh, so she, they, I, I got them to do it again and I filmed it on her phone and then I went into her Facebook and realized that she's not in the, in the Svenafel group. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? Why would she not be in What up woman? You're not in our group. Yeah. So I what kind jo- of support. I joined the group for her and, and I posted that video <laughs> through her Facebook <laughs> She was like, you didn't post that, did you? I was like, yeah, I did. Uh, that's funny. Uh, so yeah. So that was my fault that that was on there. Uh, what else? Illegal. The reason why I thought about it is because the next thing is about the illegal forward pass, mm-hmm. which was clearly illustrated by my wife in that video. Uh, this is a, uh, oh yeah, double pass or a pass thrown from beyond the line of scrimmage uh, will still be a five-yard penalty, but this year it will result in a loss of down. Okay. Um. And if the foul occurs in the end zone, it counts as a safety. So that's new. If you're in the end zone, why would you? Oh, okay. If you throw it, okay. I see what you're saying. Mm. How it, could what you... it also? It's also like it, they were also saying like if you cross the line of scrimmage and then come back. Okay. So like I guess if you're if the ball is on the it, one yard yeah. line and you cross the one yard line and went back and come and back and, and then throw it. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's that a, makes that's a really good rule. What's the likelihood of that happening? It's very, but it's good that it's there because you know Bill Belichick would have exploited that shit within the next three years. Totally. Uh, and uh, they're just not gonna want that. No. So Bill's he's he's uh, he's a demon when it comes to the rules. Uh, what video replay? And the ability for the refs on the field to request backup from video replay refs in specific situations has been expanded. Damn. But it, the games ain't long enough, huh? But it was not very clear in this in this explanation video of like how that's actually going to work. Like it was very vague, like how that was going to work. Hmm. Um, I think that we are eventually at some point working our way towards having a legit video replay judge. Okay, that's just waiting. I, I don't know why they're just looking at every play. I don't know why they're de- delaying the inevitable. I mean, we've talked about this ball. many, many times before yeah. that they should do it like the NBA and the NHL. Like, just have a fucking guy call down and say yeah. you got it wrong, bro. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And put uh, a chip in the ball. One of the new rules, which I think is going to cause a lot of frustration this year, they have uh, the low block. Rule has been kind of expanded. The tight end. Okay, so here's the way they explained it. The tight end box is defined as two yards on either side of the normal of the tackle. tackle position, yeah, right? Okay. Um, and five yards on either side of the line of scrimmage. Five yards? Yeah. Okay, so I get it. So five yards behind, five yards mm-hmm. ahead. Um, so where you could bump. <clears throat> right. It will now be illegal to block anyone below the waist when you are outside of this box. 
below the waist. Yeah. And they showed examples of it. Yeah. You know, where like it's a, like, like, if, if like a, a if lot of times it, yeah. you see it, where you're going to see this the most, I think. After interception. It, well, not only that, but also like, you know, when when the uh, when the running back, you know, tries to like do an end around or mm, or, or yeah. like a jet sweep play where you kind of go. see a, 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 a wide receiver doing it. Yeah. To take out a big Yeah. Guy. And when you get outside that box, if the guy who's standing in front of you decides to sort of dive down and like take out a dude's legs from below the waist penalty i don't know if i agree with that i don't either uh they should say knees or below right because they hit them on their pad but i guess going for it you could still hurt somebody i just think it's really going to be kind of heartbreaking i think you're going to see a lot of plays get called back uh i think it's going to be something that a lot of no injury i don't see that many injuries from exactly and i think it's going to be i think you're going to see a lot of um you know, players, this is something that players learn from a very early age how to mm-hmm. do. And this is going to be a really difficult thing for them to unlearn. And, you know, you know what I mean? and you're not allowed to have contact practices that much. Right. So, like, when it, when are you going to be able to work on your, like, correcting that? I, re- I, I, re- I think this low block thing is going to come up during yeah, the season definitely. quite I, a bit. I'm thinking, like, kickoffs. Kickoff returns. Yep. Yeah. When you get to that last guy, maybe that's different. I don't know if it applies to the kickoff return. Oh, you mean okay? Because that's different, right? That's when I see it a lot. Is yeah, maybe taking out that last guy mm. or uh, yeah, or interceptions too, because those guys don't block that often, right? And then they're coming out and they're trying to. Because that's when you see the the block in the backs a lot, mm-hmm. and then taking out the quarterback just because you're just being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Illegal use of the helmet rule will be more emphasized this year for Miles Garrett. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that was clearly that was an exceptional. So you're not no was, longer allowed to hit a quarterback in the head with his own helmet. That is that is the ex- the extreme case of the illegal <laughs> helmet rule. <laughs> no, you cannot take someone's helmet off their head and bang them over the head with it. <laughs> when you first saw that happen, you're like, "Ooh, you know he did." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it'll be a 15 yard penalty, automatic first down, plus the player can be ejected from the game. For using a for using a helmet wrong, I, I I think it will. Yeah, I think they do this in college. Mm-hmm, I know uh, when they review it and see if it was a, mm-hmm. a targeting. Right. I don't so, like that at all. You're gonna see some guys getting thrown out of the game this year. I do not like this at all. Yeah. Uh, the okay. So the thing that they saved for last was the one, like sort of the they called it their big point of emphasis. Uh, this year is going to, for whatever reason, be placed on taunting. Um, they already have rules for this, so nothing is going to change. The league is just making the refs call it more, right? So one taunting penalty is 15-yard penalty. Two is the yardage plus an ejection from the game. Wow. And the player could be fined or suspended depending on the incident. Um, okay, th- so does this include spinning the ball in front of the other sideline? You know, well, my next comment that I was going to make is that the unfortunate part about this is that when you read through the rule, it is also extremely vague right. as to what is taunting. I think the more you leave it up to a ref's judgment, the more frustrating it is going to be for a fan. I think you're going to see an extreme lack of consistency. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the fans are going to be frustrated because they feel they already feel like the, everybody's against you as you watch a game, and then you see the guy do a, a you know an extra first down uh, demonstration, and then they get 
kicked out of the game because earlier they spent the ball in front of, you know. Right. Because wide receivers, after every play, they're, every first down, they pretty much do a little celebration. After every sack now, they do a celebration. After every interception, they run all the way down to the end of the field and pose or whatever. So it's like, what's the what's taunting going to be? They should they should really define that. They don't. And there are plenty of articles that came out after the fact where, the, where they're being criticized, where they say that the league doesn't actually explain what taunting is. But you can get kicked out of the game for it. That's fucking bullshit. It is fucking bullshit. And uh, what's his name? Giants owner, John Mara, who's part of the NFL competition committee. Mm-hmm. You know, they got all these owners who decide on the rules. Yeah. He explained that... It's when you taunt. <laughs> yeah. He explained that if if you if you were already a nearly 70-year-old man like him, you too would likely agree with the NFL's old white man get-off-my-lawn perspective, Ooh. essentially. Uh, because he, he, he says this is something we discuss every year. Um we get kind of sick and tired of the taunting, he says. Oh, I thought he said that if you were like me. No, I'm saying that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought uh, he was going at them. We, He said we get kind of sick and tired of the taunting. That It goes on from time to time on the field. We're tired. Uh, or we try to balance the sportsmanship with allowing players to have fun, and there's always a fine line there. But none of us like to see that. It's just a question of whether you can have rules that can be enforced and without taking the fun out of the game, too. Um, it's hard not to. Uh, there have been some other articles to suggest to that, that this rule is essentially really just for one player, and that's Tyreek Hill, uh, because it wasn't just the inc- so obviously this is happening because Tyreek Hill when the Chiefs played the Bucks in the regular oh, season, oh yeah, the he just went the, off. The Chiefs fucking beat the brakes off the Bucks, yeah. right? And Tyreek Hill went. Bananas. Yeah. Yeah, Like 200 yards in the first half. And he was doing backflips on the goal line and throwing up deuces and all that kind of stuff. And then when they lost, when it seemed like they were definitely going to lose, it was, uh, I forget which player it was, but it was. uh, one of the one of the I guess he was a linebacker for the Bucks where he kind of went right up in Tyreek's face and gave him the deuces, you know. Uh-huh. He was basically just returning the taunt. Oh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, in the okay, Super Bowl. Okay, okay. He returned the taunt. Okay, and that's that's how it should go. I, I agree. What's wrong with that? <clears throat> yeah. It seems kind of ridiculous. Um and we didn't actually have to wait that long to get an extremely dumb example of what this is actually going to look like because we saw it in the Colts uh preseason game. Did you see this play? No, no, no. What's, what's Colts it? rookie running back Benny LeMay looked this shit up. Okay? Preseason game against the Panthers had a hell of a run. Okay? okay. He gets hit 3 yards. He gets like he gets it's a 3-yard run. He basically runs into a wall, mm-hmm. right? At which point most of the Panthers' D-line converges in an attempt to bury this kid, right? Okay. But LeMay won't go down. It's one of those runs where he drags, like, half of the Panthers' entire fucking defense another six to seven yards to get a 13-yard gain before he finally goes down. Naturally, I'm he pops— I'm going to watch it real quick. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this. He pops up. Here he goes. There he goes. Look at him. He's still going, still going, still going. He gets up. Boom. Flex. Turns around. Penalty. That's the new. T- what? That's what you're gonna see this year. That's the taunting rule uh, that you're gonna see this year. Mm-hmm. This is not gonna be fun, man. It's hard for me, like, not to take this uh, as like, let's keep these boys in check, type of thing. Exactly. It's hard for me to do to not look at that as these old white men mm-hmm. putting these boys in their place. Exactly. And, exactly, uh, and I hate it, man. Later on in the game, these dudes are putting their, this dude. He's playing running back in this play. 
Yeah. And he's there, his average uh, amount of time he's going to be on the field is three years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. According, you know, statistically. So he's got this three-year window that he can live out his dream, his yeah. lifelong dream, mm-hmm. and he can't fucking flex after he ran somebody, ran through a, an amazing play. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to make the team, and he's got all this adrenaline. He's supposed to just... And I think he's undrafted. Yeah, man. This dude's got something to prove, man. You know what I mean? He's out there. He's pumped. He did something good. He's on the radar. Later, he scored, uh, later in the game, he scored a touchdown, and, and then you saw essentially the example of... Uh, of what this is going to do to the league is going to take all. He scores a touchdown and he basically he looks like he's afraid to celebrate. He doesn't do anything. And they're like, "That's it. That's a good boy." Mm-hmm. Yeah, good boy. <laughs> we want you to be more like Barry Sanders. Just score a touchdown and I just give the ball. That's that's the way Barry Sanders did it. You know why yeah. it was cool? Because it was different. Yeah, and that's like fine. A- and Nick Chubb is the same way. Right? Yeah, Nick some, Chubb is, some players Nick Chubb expressed themselves, but Barry Sanders wasn't uh, after, you know, he would go on to the next play after he did something big, but mm-hmm. it's such bullshit on these guys who never fucking played making these decisions on these dudes that are putting their bodies on the line to line your pockets. Yep. I think for me... I just posted it in Facebook group. It's NFL pod group. When I went through this list of, of rule changes or points of emphasis, I feel like uh, the taunting... And the uh, blocking below the waist. These two are the ones that are going to have people pulling their hair out every yeah. Sunday. That's true. I agree. Those are the yeah, they're the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. The taunting is going to be the one that is just like, come. It's hard not to look at that as like you are really affecting this game. Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hopefully, the the refs use discretion and look at the <clears throat> other one, the blocking one, as a safety thing. Like only when it looks like oh, his leg was planted and you jumped at his below the waist but that's, that's kind of hard to i mean i'm saying when you you can you can kind of tell when you watch it if somebody's trying to hurt somebody yeah. but if some dude their but team just think, made an interception and then somebody's running down and he's just a fucking shitty blocker because he's never really blocks and then he dies at the guy and it's a lineman who just brushes him off like a mosquito you know what i'm saying but then, then i think you're gonna have them like you're gonna you're asking the you're literally asking a 180 pound wide receiver <laughs> to block a 300 pound dude right with his hands <laughs> or like with his shoulder like what how's he supposed to block this guy yeah get in and grip him inside like the linemen do my my issue with it is that i think that there's too much room for interpretation and i think the yeah. way, and especially um with with the blocking Thing I, I think you're just going to see so much inconsistency yeah. from one game to taunting the next. needs to be defined. They should say like, remember when uh, they they banned celebration, like basically banned celebration, mm. and they were like, uh, was that after the cell phone thing? Around that, a little Didn't bit, a little bit after that. Who was that, that guy? Joe was the guy Horn, for the right? Sa- wasn't he? Play- he played for the Saints, right? Yeah, he Joe had a Horn. cell phone and the padding yeah, and yeah, the. Great. He and said he had one under either one too, <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> but I think because uh, that'd be so that'd be crazy if you look under there and it's gone. He looked under the goalpost. <laughs> what a celebration! No, but uh, <laughs> but shortly after that, when that, when uh, To with the popcorn ready yeah. and uh, and uh, and Ocho Cinco and Joe Horn, all these guys were doing all this stuff, which was fun to watch, and then they took it away. And then they were saying, like, because uh, remember they said you can't use the ball. Right. Uh, somebody had uh, used a chili. Desert. Like, you can't use props because of the phone and the popcorn mm. and all this stuff. But don't they still use the ball, though? They, a few years ago, they made it where you can celebrate again. Like, they took all those right. rules away. 
Because I I don't remember who it was, but there was one where they like lined everybody up like they were bowling. Yeah, fans. now you can do, but then they you couldn't team celebrate. But now that's they they took that away. Now you can celebrate as a team, and that's when the teams came up with these cool things, which I think takes away from the whole taunt thing too. Mm-hmm. But I think as well as they define that is how they should define what a taunt is. Mm-hmm. Like if you say if it's not a touchdown, right? Then you can't I don't know use the ball. You, you can't spike. That's considered um. Mm. Delay a game now, and mm. you lose five yards. Mm. But they could say if you spin the ball, or if you, I don't know, uh, dance for more than <clears throat> three seconds. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? If it delays the game, maybe they could do something like that. Define it somehow. Otherwise, it's gonna be bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm not. I'm not down with it at all. I'm not. I'm not, not even, even a little bit. Um, <sighs> Whoever came up with it, fuck that guy. Absolutely. So yeah. Uh, so uh, that's pretty much it for the news, actually. Um, yeah. what do we got coming up? I mean, we're we're a couple of weeks away from the season. Uh, At some point, you and I are going to have to make our. We're going to have the fantasy draft. Well, we have to make our predictions on. Oh, we're going to do win the divisions. Yeah, we're going to do. My that. family and I did that over the weekend, actually. Oh, all right. Well, that's come. We're going to do that. I think we got to let some more preseason games happen. Just I agree, see. and the only reason we went ahead and did it is because my daughter was like, she was like, I, "There's nothing I'm going to learn between now and the start of the season that's going to change <laughs> my mind." Like what? Everything? She's like, "It's not like I'm actually paying attention oh, to preseason." Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, I thought. So I was like, "Fuck it, we're we're all home. Let's go ahead and do it." So we did it. We'll do it closer to the season. We're also going to... Um, we can do it in that week before the season starts. Exactly. We're going to be busy that week because we also mm-hmm. have a draft to get done, yep. fantasy draft. Oh, shit. And yeah. we're going to have to do uh, division breakdowns and all... Not breakdowns, but predictions. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to do that. The goal is to do that with NFL Paul Den and see what those guys think. So mm-hmm. uh, we will be back with more info about that. Those of you interested in the fantasy football, the NFL pod fantasy football... Uh, draft and and participation. Uh, hit us up on uh, Patreon dot com slash Svenafel. We will decide who's in. We have too many people for this uh, league right now, but we can maybe add another if more people join. So we'll see. And the week before, we'll set a date so we can do our live draft and have this uh, fun time for this fantasy football season. Mm. Cool. But that's it for this episode of SpinFL. Uh, we'll be back soon. Football's back. We've been actually watching people throw the ball around and mm. try to, you know, make teams and all of that. So that's fun. And uh, we'll, we'll be back next week. This has been Jonathan Rollins. Skip me, Sara. And uh, we'll catch y'all later. Peace. Later, y'all. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.